probably half of the world, and this is crazy because in our world, it's 100%. But <laughs> uh, in, in the rest of the world, half of it, they don't ponder the significance of something else. Mm. They're in a 2D existence. They're driving to work. They're paying the insurance. They're covering the, the rent or the mortgage. They come home at night, watch the news, have dinner, go to bed, rinse, repeat, do it all Absolutely. over again. Absolutely. Right? And, and, and that's that. And so if, 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 if a synchronicity happens to somebody like that, it's put in a box. Right now on Higher Journeys with Alexis Brooks. All right, guys, we're starting to show a little bit differently today. This is not going to work, Jimmy. Jimmy, you know the tricks of the trade as you were talking with Mr. Robert Clotworthy yesterday on your own show. See what I'm doing, guys? What am I doing, Jimmy? Yeah, Aww. and you know what? Let me tell you what's funny about that, Adrian. I don't know if you, you caught that last night, but uh, Robert Clotworthy, who is the voice of of, of uh, ancient aliens of course and and Oak Island and so many other uh, TV shows but he's also a, a great actor too as well he's done a lot of stuff on screen but um from one you know voice to another I'd asked him last night if he did any voice exercises uh, before recording. And he said, yes. And then he said, one of the tricks that he had learned was putting a pencil in your mouth and then speaking and trying to speak. And then when you take it out, you can, you speak correctly. And it was one of the funny, I, I, I know all, I don't know all of them, obviously after last night, but there are a few things that uh, people do that, that speak a lot uh, for, for exercises before going live or recording. And one of them is uh, it's called the tip of the tongue and the tip of the tongue. uh, I don't want to just string this out, but the tip of the tongue is you take the tip of your tongue and you push it on your back front teeth and you push it hard. And, and, and you do that uh, for a few minutes, relax, do it again, relax, do it again. And then your tongue suddenly it's, it's amazing because after that, like right now, I can suddenly talk, right? You can talk and it, it's, 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 it's a weird thing. And then once you get in the habit of doing this, if you don't do it, guaranteed to screw up. Right. I mean, it's just a guarantee because it's a mind, you know, it's a mind thing. It's a really strange, but, but, but clot worthy. Here's, here's what's so uh, amazing about him. His voice is unique and he's been doing you know 20 seasons of oak island and and now he's you know skinwalker ranch and and uh ancient aliens uh that he's in everybody's head people recognize him out of the gate and i tell this story uh and uh, i'll do it here 
Uh, I put a, a gym upstairs. Adrian's been to my house uh, many times, and uh, uh, I have this large area upstairs that I ended up putting. Uh, it's, 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 it's a nice gym. I put a gym in there. But I found out that working out sucks. <laughs> can't, do it. Can't, do, can't do it. No place to put your vodka shot glasses when you're on the treadmill and things like that. And so I kid, not really. And but but so getting in there, and I couldn't figure out. And I thought, ah, I need a distraction. So then I went one step further. Um, had a TV mounted on the wall with surround sound. And the first day I come in, and I I, I get out the remote and I'm scanning through, and I find Skinwalker Ranch. And I hadn't watched it yet. This is a couple of years ago. And and I, I turn on Skinwalker Ranch. And I've got Clotworthy narrating. There is a place in Utah, right? That's pretty good. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch yeah, 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 out, yeah. Robert. And, 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 and I was in the zone. Yeah. I'm like, I've got Clotworthy. Well, and, and so I go through, and that was the magic of working out. Suddenly, I can be distracted for an hour, right? The show is an hour long, and that's running in the background, and I can go and do all of my stuff. And I ended up, I called Robert, and I, tell, I told him the whole story, and he's laughing about it. But that's the reaction that the rest of the world gets. No question. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is just there for everybody. You hear his calm, cool voice. Um, it, 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 it's a voice of reason. And I think that has a lot to do with the success of Oak Island, the success of Ancient Aliens, of course, mm -hmm. and the success of Skinwalker Ranch is that Clotworthy is there. It, you know, when I say voice of reason, he just sounds like the guy that you want to help you uh, understand something. Absolutely. And, Very and, that, and that's what he does. That's yeah. what he does. He's amazing. He's well, thank you for that. Amazing. I hope his ears are burning. Maybe we'll have him on one of these days. I'll tell you, Journey Ears, one of the things that uh, myself, as well as Jimmy, and of course, Mr. Clotworthy have in common is that we do voiceover. We do voiceover work. And, you know, I have to tell a little story that oh, a few years ago, a contact in the desert, I had tugged on Mr. Giorgio's coattails. And I was like, hey, you know, that guy that's on Ancient Aliens, I can do that. You need a woman. You need a woman. <laughs> he was like, you're right. Okay, Alexis. Anyway, under this, that ain't happening. Get in line. Get, get in, in line. line. I'm telling you line. right now. Get, get in line. I, get in line. I am. I, I have put my, well, I put my I, name in I that cut hat. In? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but it's, oh, Alexis, Everyone, if you were going to take that, oh, <laughs> if you were going to take that job, name a one catchphrase you would use in in oh. depicting some of the thing, you know, he has some cat. He used them last night on your show, and it was so cool hearing him in his voice. But come on, you're on ancient aliens. You're, you're putting me on the spot. Mm -hmm. How about if I give it a little bit of a think, and I'll let y'all know. Oh, I'm not go the astronaut theory. <laughs> hey, listen, listen, you guys. We, this this is like so atypical for how we do higher journeys. But I, you know, as I was prepping for the interview, I had this last minute epiphany. I'm like, you know what? I saw the open to Jimmy's wonderful. Fade to Black episode last night with uh, with Mr. Clot Worthy and company. And I said, you know what? We're going to start it like this. <laughs> yeah. We're going to make this fun because I tell you what, things are far too serious. I think my company here today would agree on this planet. We're always looking at the heaviness and, and experiencing a lot of the heaviness of life. And we do a lot of that on the show. 
But today I thought we'd we take it from fun, guys, to a bit of the bizarre, mm. to a bit of the serious, to back to the fun. And I will explain. So first, I want, you know, Jimmy Church, y'all know Jimmy. Jimmy has been ubiquitous, I, I, I think I will say, in the last several years. He's been for a while, but particularly these days. But we are joined by, I will, can I say Jimmy's partner in crime, partner in projects, <laughs> Mr. Yeah, yeah, Adrian yeah, yeah, yeah. With You see the, the gold platinum records behind him. Adrian, introduce yourself to our junior audience and tell us about who you are, what you do, what the heck you're mm. doing with Mr. Church. <laughs> Tell yeah. us. Uh, wow, we're creating. We're keep it clean. Keep it clean. Yeah, keep <laughs> it clean. We're Adrian. causing some trouble out there. No, it's a. Uh, so, yeah, my name's Adrian Valera. I've uh, been a long time in the music industry and trying to bring consciousness within there. Um, and fast forwarding to starting this amazing platform called Disclosure Fest Foundation that does these, uh, some of the world's largest mass meditations and encouraging people to be of service to our communities, our home-free communities, our, our planet, our children, and different various initiatives. But Jimmy, from day one, when I introduced the idea of this platform, Jimmy was one of the first, actually the first person to jump on and support this. And since then, our festival's grown to over 20,000 people. Um, and he's been there every single year. So like Jimmy is just this brother that that um, kind of just jumped on this Disclosure Fest train and then I jumped on the Fade to Black train and we just been cycling through. Um, and then, yeah, I approached Jimmy with this amazing idea that came to me through a meditation transmission to do an event in Vegas at the Luxor Hotel. And I talked to them. The only person I thought of to talk to is, is Jimmy. And Jimmy's like, yes, we're going to do it. But I mean, that's a fast forwarded version. And we're doing this amazing event at, uh, at the Luxor in Las Vegas um, called Stairway to the Stars. Um, it's brought to you by Disclosure Fest Foundation and um, Fade to Black. And this is so exciting that we're able to do something as a first time event, create so much excitement to have Gaia and some of our other sponsors like uh, Leela Technology, Leela Quantum Technology, and be able to put together such an event for a first time event and get all the veteran vendors, all the veteran speakers, um, and the profile and such a such a place like Las Vegas on the Vegas Strip and have so much excitement around it as a first time event. It's just been such an amazing thing. But what else could you ask for with people like Jimmy and yourself and <laughs> Gaia and everyone else? So. Yeah, yeah. Now, this is where I jump in. This is where yeah. I kind of uh, I'm going to take control of this situation. Adrian's being very humble. So let me let me tell uh, a short version of the real story. It, oh my god. The if you have and this is for everybody listening uh, to higher journeys right now. Now I've known Alexa for a long time and uh 10 years. So uh everybody listening to Alexa right now and her show, listen to me very carefully. If you have a dream you do. If you have bliss that you're searching for, and you do, there are two kinds of people in this world. 
there are those that do and those that don't. And if you have an idea, if you have a desire, if you have that bliss inside of you and only you know what it is, go and do it. Because if you don't, your inside is going to be unhappy and you want to be happy. You need to go and chase your bliss and get it done. With Adrian, in the very, very beginning, Adrian and I were standing together uh, talking and he goes, I got this idea. And I said, okay, well, what is it? Well, you know, I want to get together. I want, you know, people and I want to, uh, I want to develop a foundation and I want to put on an event and bring everybody together consciously. And I said, okay, uh, that was the, the very origination of not only Disclosure Fest, but Adrian chasing his bliss. And I turned to him and I said, dude, let's do it. We're going to do this. So it went from a conversation between friends to the next year. We had, uh, I think we had 5,000 people there. Yep. Now, the next year, 10,000, the next year, 15,000, the next year, 20,000. All of that doesn't happen if you don't go and do it and get it done. It was just two people just flapping jaws, Alexis. Mm. That's all it was. That's but but and, and, and everybody does it. Man, you know, I want to go and do, but you don't do it. And so when we step back and we look at where uh, the, the Luxor Hotel in, in Las Vegas, a, an event like this has never been done. It goes back to a conversation. Should we? This is the idea. It's Egypt. It's consciousness. It's the Luxor. It's the pyramid. And there's reasons why um, Adrian uh, chose specifically that location. Maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we want to, that part doesn't um, uh, may not be involved in this conversation. But anyway, he settled on that. We focused on that and and got it done. What the, what's the other choice? There's only one other choice. Okay, flap jaws, talk about it, dream, and don't do it. That's, I think that's a great point. I think yeah, that's a great that's point. It, it is, yeah, it's the foundation. Yeah. It's the foundation of us all. Right. You know, and and I don't want to be and nobody listening and, and watching this program right now. You don't want to be in a position of, you know, in your twilight years, you know, that uh, at the end of your higher journey on this <laughs> beautiful blue gem and what happens after happens after. But your journey here, you don't want to be at that point going, man, ah. I really wanted to make shoes. That was my dream in life. I wanted to be the best shoe designer. I had things and I didn't do it. And and that's that's being unhappy. And so whatever it is that that burns inside of you and only you know that secret. You don't tell people about it. You know it's your own little private thing. Go and do it because that's the magic. That makes you happy. You find your bliss, and then everything comes to you. Absolutely, just like disclosure. And, and you know, Jimmy is our man. My our main man, Seth 
would say YCYOR, you create your own reality. YCCYOR, you consciously create your own reality. Mm -hmm. so, so on that note, I think this is a great segue. This is the manifestation, the beauty that you're about to witness in November. Let's take a look at this. Mm -hmm. Join us November 10th, 11th, and 12th, 2023 as Disclosure Fest Foundation and Fade to Black Radio presents Stairway to the Stars, a human origins, science, and technology expo live at the Luxor Hotel and Casino on the Las Vegas Strip. With live talks, lectures, and workshops by world-acclaimed researchers and authors, this is Jimmy Church, by the way, and I'll be your host all weekend long. Featuring topics like human origins, ancient technologies, indigenous Indigenous teachings, workshops, a mass meditation, yoga and sound healing, music, and so much more. Don't miss our intimate sky watch and meteor shower over the infamous Area 51 airspace in Rachel, Nevada, with special surprise celebrity host guiding us through the night. Also introducing our Disclosure Fest VR Starship Area with dozens of rides. You've got to check it out. This event will sell out. For more information and tickets, please visit Disclosure fest.org love it and i'm going to say right now jimmy you may not know about this but i got special permission guys listen we are not going to do an after show today over on patreon but we're going to do something even a little bit more special uh disclosure fest foundation and adrian have been kind enough to let us give away three one-day passes to mm. this upcoming mm. event. Yes. Can I, can I get in on that? Action? Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get to meet Jimmy and yours truly, because I'll be speaking at this as well. I'm so honored to be a part of this. So head on over to Patreon. We'll have details in the description below. You know how that works. Yeah, so, very okay. cool. All right. Very All cool. right. Very so here speaking, we go. That was a big old of, promo. Speaking but, of, Alexis, what are you yeah. speaking on? Can you like give us a little Oh, I knew a that little was going to come tidbit? up. Well, you know, we're going to be talking about Don't the give away too much. I would listen. I can't give away 90 minutes worth. This is something you guys that I've been talking about for quite some time. And I actually have lectured on this uh, uh, prior to this uh, occasion uh, in Australia, as well as uh, here in the States, having to do with unconscious contact. Are you an experiencer and you're unaware of it? Are you oblivious to the fact that you may have been uh in contact with mm -hmm. non-human intelligence, perhaps your whole life. So you guys, this will be an in-depth, deep dive into this possibility. I make no claims, of course, of this being definitively the case, but I have often asked the question, Jimmy and Adrian, uh, could the contact phenomenon be far more widespread to the unwitting public? And if so, what would be the clues and I go pretty deep into the clues. Some of them are uh, a little on the lighter side. We talk about phobias that may be an entry point. But we also talk about things mm. as serious as childhood trauma, human caused, mm. that might be a door opener. So that is the sort of, you know, little thumbnail of what I'll be talking about. Mm. And, uh, and it continues to unfold and unravel. Will we ever know definitively? I don't know. But I think it's something worth uh, talking about so that's what i'll be talking about there so uh, you yeah. know you know what's interesting about that uh alexa and you're right about this by the way okay now it may be a theory of yours or maybe it's confirmed for you personally but i i have spoken about this hmm. in in a more esoteric way i just want people to think i believe and this is from my own personal experience. I believe 
that uh, contact experiences, paranormal experiences, supernatural experiences, time travel, weird things happen all the time. Absolutely. And you observe it and then you put it in a box, put it on the shelf and you move on with your day and it's forgotten about. And things have happened throughout your whole life that you've just forgotten about because life ends up getting in the way. And if you go back and just exam, try to get back into your memory and go back to a specific experience that seemed a little bit off and unpack it mm-hmm. and, and take a look at it. It was probably something pretty nuts, mm-hmm. but you just put it away. And people do this all the time. All the time. I, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've gone back and and especially since you know, doing what I do now where I like to tell stories and, and experiences. And so I'll just sit and go, Hmm, what about that one time? And let's do this. So I'll share this with you. I'll give you a perfect example of this. So I'm, I'm nine years old, eight years old, nine years old, 1972. I was born in 63. So 1972, 1971, um, I'm in Chicago and uh, living with my mom and our apartment was across the street from our elementary school, uh, Clearview Elementary in Waukegan, which sat up on this little rise, this little hill, but it was right in front of our house in a big schoolyard. And it's the middle of the summer and I'm crossing the street to go hang out with my friends. There's a playground, there's, you know, hundreds of kids, it's the summer, and and I'm just starting my summer day to go across the street and jump into the madness. And as I cross the street above me, something catches my eye. So I look up, and it's the Hindenburg. It's the best way I can describe it. It's a airship with the ridges on it, it's not a, the Goodyear blimp, you know, it's just smooth. It's got the ridges and, and things, and and it's low. And, and, and I'm looking, I can see the dudes in the gondola. I can see people. And I'm looking, I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. So I turn around and I chase it for like five minutes and all the way across the schoolyard until it goes over the trees and, and goes away. All right. Now, that's it. That's the story. I forgot about it. I did go back uh, uh, and draw it many times uh, and, and and things. Later, the movie, The Hindenburg, comes out. I was like, yeah, that, that, yeah, wow, wow, wow. Okay, so now, fast forward to today. And I that, that memory popped in my head. And I thought to myself, I got Google this new thing called the Interbox, right? Okay, so I jump on Google to find out what that was that I saw. So I type in uh, uh, airship, you know, uh, uh, Chicago, 1972, you know, boom, pop it in. And I find out that there are no Zeppelins in the world. I find out that there were no Zeppelins on planet Earth since 1937. After the Hindenburg crash, 
the Zeppelin company that built these things went out of business. The United States Navy had three, the Akron, the Ohio, and the Los Angeles. Two crashed in 1937, and the third one was dismantled after the Hindenburg crash. The United States Navy had none. The United States had none. The rest of the world had none since 1937. So I sat back and I was so confused about this. Hmm. And I sat back and I thought, now, what did I see that day in 1937? I can tell you it wasn't the Goodyear blimp because I can read. And it would have said, Goodyear. You know, <laughs> and I would have said to myself, oh, wow, the Goodyear blimp. Now, what, what was it? Okay, so I'm going to stop you. You said Freudian slip. What did you say? You just said, what did I see in 1937? So here's the first thing I'm going to ask yes, you. Did, yes, listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. did right, you ever right. consider that it could have been a time slip? Yes. Yes. And that's exactly my point. Thank you. Yeah. Because that's exactly my point. What happened? Right. What happened that day? I can't. There are so many things here. First off, to find out that there weren't any rigid airships in the world since 1937 that mm. put me in in the check position wow like okay i need to check myself here mm. and now what what was it i don't know was it a time slip i didn't notice anything around me looking older so did i go back in time my school was still there so or was it a time traveler from the past showing up was there some kind of vortex going on all of that i don't know the facts of the case are exactly as i'm presenting it to you now mm -hmm. and i forgot about it right i forgot mm -hmm. about it since 1972 i don't know back, back and think you. about that so it, it came, came back, back to me you. And this yeah, is and this now we're taking this in a whole nother direction. But I, I said, let this conversation go where it needs to go for the highest good of all involved. So we will continue on this track. Jimmy, you may have forgotten about it at the time, my dear. But look at who you are and who you've become. You're naturally inquisitive. You ask big questions. You have entrenched yourself in understanding the nature of reality. So I'm going to correct you just ever so slightly in terms of the masses and the anomalies that they experience and why I would say most of them. Uh, don't reapproach or further explore what they're experiencing. It could be forgetfulness and it could be denial. I mean, look, I, in the work that we do, me as a researcher in the, in the strange and unusual, I have talked to countless individuals who have said to me, Alexis, this happened to me. I, I, I saw it, but I'm not going to believe in it. I'm not going to further investigate. I'm afraid I think this goes very deep into the psyche of, of the human and, of course, the indoctrination against this sort of phenomenon and looking deeper into it. So I dare say that there is an element of, we call it cognitive dissonance, right? You may have forgotten about it, but something in the recesses of your mind and because of the way you're wired said, I'm going to explore this. I'm going to explore this. 100%. When you have somebody like, and by the way, we have another guest here. His name's Adrian Valera. That's right. Adrian, <laughs> jump in, man. Yeah, but 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 here's another situation where it addresses head on what you're referring to the scientific community. And I'll bring up somebody like Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. Mm -hmm. He's an easy target. He is no different than Adrian or you. 
he has things that happen around him, synchronicities, things, paranormal events, maybe he's seen a ghost, whatever. But he's going to be in denial about that. He is going to go, no, there's nothing strange to ponder here. I have a scientific mind. I'm not going there. And he puts it away on the shelf and and dismisses it because of the reasons that you just stated. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that that happens all the time. Right. Where probably, yeah, yeah, probably half of the world, and this is crazy because in our world, it's 100%. But uh, in in the rest of the world, half of it, they don't ponder the significance of something else. Mm. They're in a 2D existence. They're driving to work. They're paying the insurance. They're covering the, the rent or the mortgage. They come home at night, watch the news, have dinner, go to bed, rinse, repeat, do it all Absolutely. over again. Absolutely. Right. And, and, and that's that. And so if, 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 if a synchronicity happens to somebody like that, it's put in a box. Right. right? Well, it's, in- it's dismissed. Interestingly, this is one of the areas that I explore and will explore in our lecture in the lecture. And that has to do with how denial and vehement denial at that may actually be a clue to contact. I have actual mm. cases and I, I'm, I was so blessed to be able to interview so many people for this lecture including Barbara Lamb, uh, Steve Mara mm. who Jimmy I know you met over at Awakening great great researchers uh, but particularly Barbara Lamb who talked about I'll give this away a gentleman who uh, would attend religiously a MUFON uh, meeting a MUFON uh, local MUFON in the Los Angeles area that Barbara I believe was running at the time. And this guy would show up every week or whenever the meetings were simply to debunk what was being said at those meetings. And it was almost as if that was his serum. That was what he wanted to do until he himself had an epiphany. I think he knew all along that the denial, this vehement denial was really driving him toward the to the realization that he was an experiencer and is an experiencer. So I go into that. I go into that as well. Look, we're talking about some deep psychological uh, um issues uh, that we, particularly in the Western world, have when it comes to these sorts of things. And there will be many people that will leave this planet that will never uh, have a need to look into these things further. But fortunately, there are a lot of us that do. Hence the reason. Well, yeah, I'm going to jump in here. Let me just wrap this okay. up and then Adrian, the stage is well, yours. I was speak on the same uh, thing. The, the, the most spiritual person on this planet, the most more spiritual than the Dalai Lama is Neil deGrasse Tyson when the plane's going down. He's just like, I got it all wrong. I got it all wrong. Uh, I mean, I I guarantee that's how things will eventually play out. Adrian? Adrian, I I want to know about this as well, because it's, it's really like prominent in our lives right now. Like, you bringing up what you faced in your childhood or, or experiencing your childhood with this Hindenburg thing and this like feeling like you phased into another dimension almost. And what we're experiencing right now in this current time is this acceleration process that everyone's feeling. I know everyone's feeling this. And it feels almost like we are shifting through multiple timelines in in a very rapid pace i mean for instance like and i don't know you know this is something just chris uh christy and i were sitting in our here in our office and we ordered some food 
and she hears the doorbell and runs down and comes back up and then i go down for something else but this doorbell is so prominent she was in a dimension where she actually heard the doorbell and and it actually rang and i was in another dimension that's what it felt like so touching on some of this stuff and bringing like experiencer um realities in it i think it's such a great um thing to talk about because you there's so much that happens like you said and then also in like our dreams you know um that that can bring us back to some of these experiencer memories and now these these time dimension jumps so it's really good that amazing that you're going to talk on speak on that and i think a lot of people it's going to help them kind of realize a little bit of what's been going on because it's mm-hmm. like whatever you've been feeling five years ago to three years ago to two years ago to what and right now it's just very fast accelerated and, well this is yeah. this is a very common conversation thank you for that adrian i also want to get pick your brain a little bit or hear a little bit m- more about your own experience into the strange and unusual. I know you've got something to share. I'm sure you do. But uh, before we uh, go there, I, I, I want to just piggyback on what you're saying that, look, whatever is happening, whatever is triggering this, we call it acceleration, or certainly a paradigm shift in uh, frequency and energy is in fact turning people on their ear when it comes to uh, their notion of reality. I, I can't tell you the people that I hear from on a day-to-day basis who are having all manner of experience that they've never had before. And really, thankfully, feeling the need to want to talk about it, to to, uh, quantify it, to understand it. The nature of reality is bizarre. It's fundamentally bizarre. Um, And we're, we're trying to unfurl it. As Richard Feynman famously said, it does no harm to the mystery to know a little bit about it. And I think that's a one of the things that we need to make it our business to do, because as I always say, we have skin in the game because we're part of the experience. So, mm. yeah. Adrian, tell us the story of yours. I'm going to put you on the spot. You got something bizarre to share with us? Other than the fact I mean, that you hang out with Jimmy <laughs> and you get his I mean, story. You know what? I, yeah, I, I, I'm telling Adrian's story. Okay, so check like, this you out. You want to tell? While, while, he, while, he's, while he's thinking about it. He tells them. He tells them better than I do. One of the one of the, Adrian and I uh, hang out a lot, and and we've we've done a lot of things uh, together. It, it, it's what uh, uh, best friends do. But one night. Uh, and I can't remember the reason why we did this, but we end up uh, over at my house and and we're hanging out. And we decide Adrian's like, "Hey man, let's do a let's do let's do a sky watch, man. Let's call in some ships." And so uh, I, I get out the night vision goggles. Uh, or, or it's amazing you know, just, night, by the way. Yeah, yeah. It was a perfectly. I you know I live in the desert in the Mojave Desert. And um, and no light pollution, and uh, I've got a pretty cool backyard that's big and, and and stuff, and it's private. So anyway, so we're in the backyard, and we fire this thing up, and this is probably the sun is setting. So I'm going to guess it is about eight o'clock at night, somewhere in there, eight 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 o'clock, eight thirty, and we see our we make our first contact. And a few seconds later, we saw something else. And then and it went until 2 o'clock in the morning. 
And we were, it it was so crazy that night with what we were seeing. And I'm just weird things and exploding things and lighting up things and crisscrossing things every few seconds. And it got to the point, it was so insane that we were timing it. We would go 10, 9, 8, and Adrian would go, I got something. I, you know, and it, he, and then I, while he, while he's doing, uh, the, the, he's back. He'll do the countdown. Ten, nine. I got something. Hmm. Ten, nine, eight. I got something, and we did this for five or six hours. I would say by the end of the night, I, I don't have a definitive count, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw three, four, five hundred objects that evening you know that you brought that up it really prompted when we were putting together stairway to the stars to try to find a plot of land like outside of area 51 and repeat this so that is what brought on the that part of of stairway to the stars where you can purchase a separate ticket go on a bus ride to area 51 we got this 10 10 acres three miles outside of the gate of air, gates of area 51 and and uh you got four buses going there and each bus has a separate speaker talking about their research on um area 51 and then when you get there <laughs> we're going to repeat the same thing we got we got multiple screens connected to third gen plus military night vision spec goggles and telescopic lenses and since we're in area 51 airspace we can't we can't laser point in the sky because we'll just get dropped in by Blackhawk or something. So we're going to be, we have these screens that are going to show every angle of the sky in the most amazing um, night yeah. vision, military freaking sky watch ever. So Jimmy's going to be there. We're going to be caught. We're just going to invite our star family. Speaking of night vision goggles, <laughs> and I hope someone lets me borrow somebody's because I, I don't have any. Which ones would you do you recommend? I know that there's so many on the market. Is there one particular kind Jim, you Jim, would you're recommend? better at that. I know the third Jimmy? gen plus. Yeah, but. yeah. Uh, you want uh, uh, an analog, not digital. Uh, the digital ones are fine um, if you're on a budget. Um, and you can pick those up, uh, you know, for three, four, five hundred dollars online. The more you spend on the digital, the better you're going to get. What you want to get are analog tube, uh, military-grade uh, Gen 2, Gen 3 goggles. Uh, now, it's a, it's a different price point. But what you end up seeing is incredible. And and I do this all the time, Alexis. Uh, I was just out uh, in, in Palm Springs. Uh, with Billy Carson uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we did a private thing out there, private event, Skywatch. And so I've got all of my gear, and I love this reaction I get from somebody that's never looked through the Gen 2s or the Gen 3s before. I tell everybody the same thing. Look up with your eyes. Look at the stars. Okay. Now, you got it? I got it. Now look. I can't really say on the air what comes out of their <laughs> mouth. I can imagine. Right, right. But it is a WTF moment. 
and to watch them react now, now try to get the goggles back out of their hands you can't do it. And, and but that the difference is so you look up on a clear night you uh, you can see 5,000 stars yeah. that technically that's what's in your range of view if you counted every single one and it's a clear night 5,000 stars night vision goggles you put those on you go from 5,000 to a quarter of a million mm -hmm. and to see a quarter of a million stars in your vision it's insanity yeah. it's great but but then so the whole point to doing this is you're used to everything being static right stars stay in position and you're sitting there and you're looking and then you see something moving across the sky you pull the night vision down it's not there you put the night vision back on and you track it again. That's the phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Knowing that when you're not, you're just hanging out with your friends and family and you're doing your thing, that stuff is moving around in the sky, but All you can't time. see it. Uh, yeah. And nobody, nobody can. And that's, that's, that's so gen two, gen three, um, if you can afford it. Um, we'll do some research and put some links. I know a lot of people are interested. I have promoted one that Caroline Corey had recommended. I can't call offhand, but well, you know, yeah, listen, th this is a conversation that definitely is going where it needs to go. Jimmy, this brings us back to what we were just talking about. And that has to do with what the naked eye has the ability to see, the, what we call the visible spectrum, which is, mm -hmm. you know, insignificant as to what is out there. And, you know, imagine if our lenses behaved like these Gen 1, Gen 2 military grade mm. uh, night vision goggles, we might self implode from <laughs> too many, what you know, WTF moments. But this somehow <laughs> connects into the conundrum that we may be in. The fact that, you know, people say, I have to see it to believe it. Well, you know what? You can, you can see it. And imagine when some of the phenomena, like what you saw when you were a child, whatever it was, you saw with your naked eye or you experienced at some level uh, with your what you thought was your naked eye. Um, we've got lenses on. We've got blinders on literally because of we, we're not afforded the, the larger part of that visible spectrum. What are your thoughts on that? Adrian, what are your thoughts on that? I mean, you kind of brought it up a lot. And then within this, I mean, we did, you know, with Jimmy talking about manifesting with um getting into some of the experiencer stuff because we are connected to the universe and we are part of this oneness um and when we fall into our dream states where it's a whole nother visionary path that we're in that you know the spectrum when you tap into really doing the inner work you start activating all these different parts that have been uh, uh, that have been dormant for mm -hmm. so many years and by doing so that's when things just can start appearing like this multi-dimensional spectrums um some knickknacks that you left around when you were a kid but all of a sudden they're popping up in your mind like there's reasons for all that so it's really just a reawakening all these dormant parts of of uh universal being i would say that's the best way to look at it i think that's what's happening now with a lot of people hence the reason people are wanting to talk about it more because there's some kind of activation that's going on whether it's self-initiated or you know the planet itself the universe itself is is sort of busting open so 
Interesting times indeed. Let's move on. I wanted to touch on the Las Vegas thing, you guys. Remember that event? Speaking of Las Vegas, that's where the action's happening, apparently. Back in April, <clears throat> excuse me, is when the event took place. This mm. strange, you know, family that called in. Well, first of all, there was a uh, a light streaking across the sky. Many believe it was a meteorite. But then right after that was this call in from, a, I believe, a teenage boy uh, nearby who uh, he and his family claimed to have seen an alien eight, nine, ten feet tall. We followed this for a little while. This was in April, but interestingly, didn't come out till June. Interestingly, right on the heels or right before the Grush admission. I just figured we'd spend a few minutes on that. These stories go away so quickly, replaced by other stories. But I think that this is worthy of a little bit of discussion three months after the fact. Jimmy, I know you covered this. Um, where did you leave off with this bizarre case? Well, when when the when the case broke, the uh, the situation. I'm going to compress this down into uh, something very quick. But in a nutshell, two brothers were in the backyard at around uh, midnight, uh, working on their truck, dismantling the engine, kind of thing. And they had a bunch of stuff going on in the backyard. And Hood is raised on the truck, and they're working on the truck. When uh, they see something in the sky, catches their attention, and it lands in their backyard. Flying saucer, can't use a better word, so let's leave it at that. Flying saucer lands in their backyard. They freak out. They run in the house, and they grab their parents, who are religious, Okay, that plays a part in this. Um, flying saucer just landed in the backyard. They go out uh, in the backyard with their dad uh, to check this out when they encounter what they described as a seven or eight foot tall alien being um, hissing. Okay, it, it, and that's how they described it. Uh, the kid goes back in the house grabs his cell phone and calls 911. Now that's where for me the case gets uh, very interesting because without that it's just a story, right? So they call the police, the police dispatch. And so what accompanies this story uh from the two brothers and the father and the mother um is the police showing up at the house interviewing the parents, and then going into the backyard to see what's up. Also dispatched uh, and released were uh, the video of other police officers driving around the neighborhood asking people if they saw a UFO, if <laughs> they've seen an alien running around in the backyards. Um, so the parents, while they were waiting, so the, all of this is uh, part of the, the press release that came out, the, the video. The parents, while they are waiting for the police to arrive, are in the house listening to footsteps on the roof of the house, and they start praying. They think, uh, you know, demons. That's, that's where they're going with this. Um, the brothers uh, then go back out. There's some shaky cell phone footage 
of of this creature um, in the backyard. It's, it's pretty interesting. But the case itself, the story itself, goes completely viral. And it was right on the heels of the congressional hearing that we had in in Washington. There were a few other breaking UFO stories that were happening at the same time at an official level. And in the middle of all of this, this Las Vegas thing occurs. And it was a very strange, I would say for me, that that two weeks, it was a pretty chaotic uh, UFO reporting period where we had everything happening and breaking at the same time. And Las Vegas played a part of it. Now, what I will say with all of the media coverage, and it was a big, big, big story. Everybody was talking about it. It went away as fast as it came. Absolutely. That was, that was, that was just really weird. It just disappeared. I remember uh, Adrian is involved in this. Um, I was sitting uh, like I do every day. I start off my morning with an espresso on my back patio, and I let the sunlight hit my face, and I I, I activate my body. Yeah, all right. I'm a crystal hugging uh, hippie, but that's what I do. And I and I can't. My body doesn't turn on. He admits until, it on the air. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it on the air. Um, I need that that serotonin melatonin shift uh, activation that happens with sunlight. So anyway, I'm doing that. I get this text from Adrian, dude, Las Vegas. Have you seen this? Because <laughs> Adrian and I, we talk every single day. We plan and and get things that we're we're very 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 busy uh, on on all fronts with a lot of different projects we've got going on. And so I get this text from Adrian, which I'm expecting. It comes in every day. I got something I got to deal with with Adrian. I got some fire I got to put out or a fire I've got to create or a fire <laughs> he's got to create. And, uh, and it's, I'm like, what's good? And, and that's, that's how I got the news. Adrian uh, heard about it first and it, it went viral. And it was covered on uh, the Las Vegas uh, local news. George Knapp. Uh, George Knapp. George Knapp. And then uh, took off on on YouTube and Twitter and went completely bananas nuts. Um, And then as quickly as it came. It it just yeah. it disappeared and and now uh, I know I'm uh, I'm I'm taking over this show and I don't intend to do that. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens though in the UFO community. Yeah, it's ne- never a dull moment. As soon as you think you've heard it all, something else happens, something else. and it's just like this all the time. Tonight totally. on. Uh, okay. Can I do a disclaimer? We're taping this. This is not okay. live, live. Yeah, I normally, I, I do live shows. Uh, so I'm live, live. I don't get a chance to go back and see myself because it's in the ether and it's gone. I move, I move on to the next show, <laughs> but, but tonight on fade to black, uh, we're taping this show on, the 26th. I had to check the date. How bad is life when you got to do that? Today's the 26th. On the show tonight, 
I have uh, Mike Herrera, and he is an official whistleblower um, and uh, who has interfaced with the Senate Intelligence Committee. He has been interviewed. He has uh, uh, done all of those official things that you do as a whistleblower does. Um, and uh, ex-Marine, former Marine, uh, very serious background, and he's coming forward. And it, it's like David Grush and the, the, the Mexico City and the Congress there mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Congress right. and, and, and the media. There's always something going on. And I, I think that uh, whistleblowers and, and of the official type uh, coming forward is a really, really big deal. And Mike mm-hmm. told me, uh, again, like there's never a dull moment, right? There just isn't. Mike had told me at dinner uh, last week, we were somewhere in the country, and uh, uh, went out to dinner, and I said, so why now? Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm, I'm coming forward because of the Gillibrand Amendment and the whistleblower protections that were uh, placed in there and part of the legislation and law. So I felt safe. It, it's been a rocky road. There's been crazy things and threats that have gone on in my life. But at least I know that that was there for people like me to come forward. And I have many uh, former teammates and people that I've worked with over the years that are also now in the position of coming forward and right. talking about this. Right. So never a dull moment in the UFO community. No doubt. No doubt. Well, I think the timing, look, I mean, we've had every manner of conversation about what the possible, if there is a motive, if there is a, a planted narrative uh, that they wish to, uh, that they wish to put out there. Cause the timing of, of, of first the Gresh report with the debrief and the news nation covered it back to back wall to wall while we were at contact in the desert. Mind you, it was the last day, Jimmy, you missed it this year. I know you, you were uh, otherwise occupied, but yeah, you know, the, this is another conversation, of course, we could have. Um, it's been quiet for a little while, which I also find quite interesting, uh, maybe even a little bit suspect as to why it's been so quiet. Are they ramping up for the next slew of <laughs> news well, stories? You I know, don't know. You, you, say, you say quiet. I don't know. Uh, this Relatively. Is, we just had NASA do a UFO hearing press conference last week yeah that's so true. that's that's but, what but but that yeah. that's back to your point mm-hmm. and what i was saying there's never a dull moment and it's gotten to the point where now we're counting the days since the last action mm-hmm. right it's like that yeah. alexis it's that's totally where we are. Is. Yeah. it totally is a roller coaster time yeah. period within disclosure um, and one of the things I just want to just be, be say at this, this moment, because it's so important, is, you know, there's so much disclosure happening all at once all over the world. And it's important that our community within ourselves and then ourselves that we're actually taking this information, but then also, um, sorry, guys, and then also taking the time to do the inner work, because when we're discovering all of this stuff, again, it's all out. All this stuff is outer. And what we've been really, what's 
Sorry, guys, it's my office. See, see, Adrian is such a player. That's Mick Jagger calling, <laughs> and he's just hanging up on him. But he's a player. Adrian's out. a player. Adrian's a player. <laughs> Let me get this. It's going to ring again. But let me get this point out because it's so important right now because there's so much going on to find the time to do the inner work. We all are these creators that we've forgotten that we are. That we reminded, Jimmy reminded us, Jimmy Church talked about going outside and basking in the sun in the morning on this show. I never thought I'd hear it. But this is the time to do that work. Because yes. if we don't, then we're just we're just out. Our, all yeah. our energy is focused outward. And then inward, what lies within us? We have the whole universe in ourselves. And we're not taking that dive in. So... That's how I want to leave everyone. With I just all got a, I just got a, I just got a text from Mick Jagger, <laughs> Adrian, to pick up his phone. Um, so Adrian, I'm just telling you right now. Well, yeah. but see, uh, but <laughs> one of the one of the great things about Stairway to the Stars and Disclosure Fest and the Foundation, yes, it's a great event. It's Las Vegas. It's the Luxor. But the Foundation is about planting trees feeding the homeless, Indeed. cleaning yeah. beaches, uh, and, and, and meditation and, and awareness and, 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 and so much more. That's what is important here. And what is drawn to this is everybody is on their personal, I'm going to say it, higher journey. Mm -hmm. There is a reason they are here. I don't know what all those reasons are. It's a personal thing, but people are seeking knowledge. They want to hang out with other people that they can discuss and talk and, and make friends with in, in an environment where it's okay to do that. And, and when you look at Stairway to the Stars, we've got indigenous panels. We've got an AI panel. We've got an ancient aliens panel. We've got these different, completely that would seem to the uninitiated not related. But they are. It's they all are. related, oh, yeah. and it is all connected. The the indigenous cultures, not only here in North Central and South America. But around the world, whether we're talking about Egypt or uh, ancient Sumer, Mesopotamia, or India, uh, China, Japan, it does Russia, it, it doesn't matter. Pick a location. The ancients had that conscious connection. Mm -hmm. They understood how to use the mind. They understood, Alexis, you brought this up, how to see those other dimensions, mm -hmm. how to feel those auras, how to see those auras, how to hear, how to connect, how to communicate. Sure we did. as humans have amnesia and we've forgotten about all of that. There are people on this planet that can still do that, oh, yeah. that have the ability to, to reach out, to see, to feel, and to communicate at another level of consciousness that science has a difficult time trying to measure, trying to see, and trying to observe. Mm -hmm. And that's what collectively is coming together November 10th, 11th, and 12th in Las Vegas for Stairway to the Stars and, and this event. Everybody there, no matter what your background or why you are attending, is connected to everybody else. And that's the beautiful part about our event in November.
Could you ask for a better spokesperson? Do I need to say anything else? I don't think so. By the way, the show is brought to you by Jimmy Church and Fade to Black. This show is hosted, in fact, by Jimmy Church. Lord <laughs> <laughs> have mercy. Jimmy, you know Whoa, I love you. Okay. Hey, listen, this is Adrian. You talk to this guy every day, really. <laughs> Adrian and I, it's the first phone call in the morning. I love it's the that. last one at night. Um, and, and it's just, it's, it's, it's how we do things. It's, it's the beautiful. only way to get things done. Yeah. You know? Um, it, it, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Adrian, Adrian knows my sleep schedule. Um, he knows exactly when to call and wake me up. He knows these things. He knows when I'm going to bed, and uh, and that's that's what that's not only what friends do and and partners do, but it's also a trust thing. Absolutely. And so go and try. Um, I, I'm going to close with this. <laughs> this, yeah. this is what this is what I'm going to close with. This is what. Let me tell you uh, uh, what a friendship is. Okay. Adrian is vegan. I am the opposite. I know you are of that, right? <laughs> I am the whatever a vegan is. Go to the other end of the earth, and there's Jimmy Church. I'm on that side of the fence, and the two of us gel. Perfect. We we have we we've road trip together. How do how do vegans? And non-vegans coexist in a car for days. I'll show well, you. I can it's tell really you. easy. <laughs> when you put in there, he like blocks his plates. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know, so I can't really look at like the flesh sitting on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got news for you. My bestie, my best friend for, gosh, 35 or more years is also vegan. In fact, she and her daughter own a vegan restaurant. Wow. And uh, yeah, it's okay. We we get along like you know, thick as thieves. So anyway, hey, uh, how how often do you eat there? At the restaurant? Well, it's in Boston, and I'm not there anymore. So when I go, when I'm in the area, I go to the restaurant. It's fabulous food, but you know, I got to do there my. There you go. Thank yeah, you. Okay. Gonna all right. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let that go. I'm gonna let that go. Let gonna... let that go. Listen, we're gonna let close on go. this note. Speaking to Jimmy. You doing your thing, man. I got I I do have to give it to you. I gotta give you props. Into the Vortex is yet another mm. show on mm -hmm. Gaia. We have yes. to have a clip here. One of my favorite oh, really? episodes, by the way. Yeah. Let's take okay. a look at another wow. familiar face and what she has to say uh, on Into the Vortex. Watch this. I've come to the conclusion that we live in such a sick, uh, schizophrenic country because going back to World War II. I have talked with pilots who fought in World War II. They have passed, unfortunately. But I have talked with them about them being inside of a plane and having a silver disc or a cigar or a shape come. Right. And they know it's outside their window. And they know that they are looking at something that no human has made, no pilot even understands. And when they land, there are people waiting for them in suits. You are never to talk about this. And if you do, and punishment. So this is why we are living in a schizophrenic age of 2022.
Well, there you I've go. never, I've We're, never seen that. I've never seen that. There you go. I, well, yeah, let, me, I, I, let me, let me, let me just say, okay. So we know that we are filming this. We're pre-recording this on the 26th. Uh, and Jimmy will be in fact be having this incredible whistleblower on his show this same evening, but you know, you can always go back to fade to black. Uh, we'll have links to where you can go get this episode because it's going to be right on the heels of this uh, incredible uh, uh, comment that Linda made. That was in 2022. But uh, since this amendment to the uh, Whistleblower Act, this the little snapshot that we just saw of what Linda had to say, I know we're going to be hearing so much more of this out in the open. Right. You know, here a um, uh, little uh, tidbit, little comment. I only my comfort zone is live. Okay, that's it. I I, I do whatever live. Mm-hmm. And so when we set up, uh, and Linda's so funny. Okay, so we set up into the vortex is a live interview. Okay, so the show is 35 minutes. We tape for 35 minutes. There are no edits. There are no retakes. Nothing. That was my agreement with Gaia. If we're going to do this, I don't want to have an edited big production thing. No, we're going to shoot. We're going to show what the conversation did, right? Those are the rules. And I'm in the middle of taping another season right now, man. It's 35 minutes. It's, it's it's easy for me. It's fun for the crew. We're not retaking, going back, stopping, stopping the flow. No, it's 35 minutes, right? Not with Linda. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh no, not with Linda. <laughs> and and so I and so in front of me, everybody just just. Picture this. In front of me, there's there's 10 cameras that are, are filming from every angle. You can see it's a 3D set, right? So we have cameras in the round. But in front of me is my main camera that I look into. This is Into the Vortex, and I'm Jimmy Church, and my guest today is. Right next to that camera is a giant digital red countdown clock. That is set to 35 minutes. Right. And so I can see it and I can see it go down to when that thing hits one, I look in the camera and that's another episode of Into the Vortex. I'm Jimmy Church and I'll see you next time. Boom. Cut out. We get to Linda and I'm watching the countdown clock, man. I'm watching it <laughs> and, and, and it's just going down to zero. And I'm looking and I'm like, uh, I can't stop this. <laughs> I can't, I'm not going to stop this. And and Linda and I, there, we we shot for 90 minutes. Yeah, I believe we it. For, That's a tough we just one. kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going. That we, there's some amazing stuff out there. I don't know. Uh, I don't watch myself, Alexis. I don't. I don't. It was kind of painful to see that actually. <laughs> so Linda's talking. Linda's talking, and and what what's my what's my word? What what's my comment that I got in? A look. Right? <laughs> yeah, a look. yeah. Any, anyway, 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 <laughs> uh, I I I don't know um, if there's more. If there's going to be a part two to that, but there oh, was yeah. there was a lot of stuff uh, that. But I just couldn't stop her. I that was an, actually now that I think of it, because I watched the whole thing. That was an hour long, as a matter of wow. fact. Wow, they oh, made it an hour. hour. They did it. 
Is that how they did it? Okay. It okay. was. I'm going to double check, but guys, we'll also have a link to that episode. That was phenomenal. And by the way, ditto, Linda, you know we love you, girl. We know You know how much I love you. Linda's been on the show many times. And I've actually gotten compliments from people that know Linda that say, how did you get a word in edgewise? Mm-hmm. She's got a lot to say. So it's easy to keep your, your mouth shut and just let her go because she's got plenty mm-hmm. to say. And she does have a beginning, a middle, and an end. She's always driving toward that end, but you just have to wait it out. Let girlfriend talk. So <laughs> she's great. Listen, we got to wind this up. Speaking of which, we're over an hour at this point. This has been fabulous. And I thank you guys. So so much. Adrian, final words. What's going on, man? Well, I think Stairway to the Stars is going on and it's uh, coming up November 10, 11, and 12. And we would love for you to come help us activate the Vegas Strip. Um, you know, it wasn't built on a ley line for nothing. That's all I have to say. Um, and, and the meditation. Yeah. Talk about the meditation yeah. you're going to be doing to There's heal that area. Meditation on 11-11 at 11-11 a.m. Um, we've called in all the light workers, all the people that build ancient technology, um, all the mediums, all the, 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 just everyone, all the people are coming. And it's important to be part of this event for numerous reasons. Um, you can get your tickets at stairwaytothestars.com or disclosurefest.org. Um, not to confuse anyone, but, um, this is going to be such an important event for all yeah. of us. Come join us. Um, Jimmy, any closing? Yeah, well, I actually have a very important. We have discounted rooms, okay? Mm. okay. You need to go. Those discounted rooms stop, oddly enough, on my birthday. So we did that on purpose, I guess, uh, October 10th. So, uh, and the the discount rate is like a real discount. So you need to go to disclosurefest.org or stairwaytothestars.com and and get your rooms now at the discounted rate. It's very important. I mean, we're all scheduling and getting stuff done. This is one of the things that you can't delay. Absolutely. All right. So go go and get your rooms now before I I we always hear it. It it, it, it later, you know, the, the date is here and later the rates are going to go. This is like a very serious thing for me to say. Yeah. Money's a that. big deal. Yeah. Go okay. and get your rooms now before we'll have, October 10th. We'll have all the information. Libra. Libra. Hey, hey. I knew why I loved you. That's my I'm going to be in Egypt. I, I leave to Egypt in, in a, in a couple of days. And, uh, uh, I, I, I should say return to Egypt in, in a couple of days. And I will be, again, just like last year, October 10th, my birthday, hmm. Luxor on a ship, and we're going to throw a party. And uh, so that's, that's where that I'll be Nile again cruise. That's amazing. We'll talk about that offline. That's, Egypt is like my second home, by the way. We'll talk about that offline. Listen, you guys, this has been this has been like extraordinary. Jimmy, you know how much I love you, man. Adrian, you are fast right becoming one you. of my yeah, you're fast becoming one of my favorite people on the planet. I mean that. Mm, we met uh, we've been talking for a couple of few years now and we finally had the occasion to spend some time together in at Contact in the Desert and I enjoyed our time so much so you can better believe I am so excited about mm. Stairway to the Stars. Listen, and, Richard and Dolan, Caroline you, by Corey. The way. 
David, listen, David had your okay. children's Nick Pope, Daryl Anka, who I just had on the show, Laura Eisenhower, Stephen Bassett, Jason Quit, and yours truly. I didn't mean to cut you out, but I had to get those, that line up. Yeah, get that out. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> Listen, that's just, just that's just that's that's just the tip tip of the iceberg. That's it, right. It, huge, it, it, oh, it, by it. the way, huge announcements um, within the next week about some surprise um, special guests from another world. So keep oh. in, keep in tune. Yeah, tune okay. in. There's a lot to take in. <laughs> Luckily, you can hit the pause button. That's one of the reasons why we pre-record, because there's so much to take in on higher journeys. You need to hit pause and then listen to it again. Listen, guys, don't hang up. I love you. You know how much I love you. Stay right there. I'm going to sign off with the journeyers for now and say thank you so much for joining us. We're just friends having a conversation <laughs> here on Higher Journeys. Thanks so much. Take care. <laughs>